you can't just lie and cheat and break the rules you don't like. Don't you think we ought to make up some animal noises in case we get separated? What you just said is one of the most insanely idiotic things I have ever heard. By the way, ladies and gentlemen, as always, this stuff in lieu of actual entertainment. Alrighty then, hello and welcome back. This is Storytime, and I am Gamer Dude. Glad to have you with us for some more stories, and glad to have you with us for the beginning of Season 3. It's 2020, we are on the third season now of Storytime with Gamer Dude. Who'd have thunk it? But I'm so happy to keep doing the podcasts for you, I'm so happy to keep sharing the stories with you, and I'm glad you're here for a third season of this. I know it's hard to tell season one from season two from season three because I don't take any breaks. I just do a season after a season after a season and an episode after an episode after an episode. I probably should take time off so that you can appreciate the difference between the seasons, right? Nah, let's just keep going. So welcome back. It's a new year. It's a new season. And we've got new stories that I hope you'll enjoy as much as I enjoy telling them. Today's stories are going to be about the new year. It's 2020. Fresh start, fresh beginnings, everybody likes to make New Year's resolutions, and that's what we're going to talk about today, New Year's resolutions. I wish I had great stories about New Year's resolutions. I don't, personally. I was never brought up making New Year's resolutions. I mean, I've heard about them all of my life, but it was never a big deal in my family to make a New Year's resolution. But I know there's the most popular resolutions that people have, and we'll talk about those a little bit. I didn't usually do those as resolutions. If I wanted to lose weight, I lost weight. If I wanted to eat healthy, I'd just say, okay, today's the day. It was never January 1st. But there's a reason people make resolutions at the beginning of the year. And that's one of the things I'm going to tell you about because I was curious. You know me, I researched the crap out of everything. And I got to thinking, why do people make resolutions? What's this thing about the new year and new beginnings and resolutions? And of course, I had to dig into it. So we're going to get a little history today, and the history goes back 4,000 years. Yeah, resolutions are not a new thing. Back in ancient Babylon, that's where they had the earliest recorded celebrations of honoring the coming of the new year. Now, the calendar was different then, so it wasn't January 1st. There wasn't even a January back then. But the beginning of the year for the Babylonians was around late March at the time of the spring equinox, first day of spring. You know, that makes sense. Spring is always about new beginnings. That seems to make a lot more sense to me to have the new year begin when spring begins. But back in ancient Babylon, they had this huge festival that lasted like 11, 12 days. It revolved around when they began planting the crops and it was kind of a religious thing and kind of a royal thing because that's when they would either crown their new king or reaffirm their loyalties to the reigning king. And the Babylonians would make promises to the gods at that time during this festival because they wanted to be on the right side of the gods because they don't want to fall out of the gods' favor. That would be bad. Your crops might not come in. Your family might not do well. So those were the early precursors to the resolutions we make today. The ancient Romans had a similar practice. Now, this is when they did it around January 1st because Julius Caesar began tinkering with the calendar because it no longer synced up with the sun. Yes, we're really going back into the history for this one. But this is when he created the Julian calendar and named the first month January after Janus, the two-faced god, who could look backwards and forwards. So the symbolism was Janus would look backwards into the previous year and ahead into the future. And the Romans made promises of good conduct for the coming year and also made sacrifices to Janus. 
We've kind of done away with the sacrifices, but we still make promises for the new year. Probably a good thing we don't do the sacrifices anymore. We might sacrifice our sobriety for a night, but that's about it. Other than that, we're content to make the promises these days. But anyway, that's the reason that there's a tradition of making these promises of good behavior in the coming year. It goes back 4,000 years. And just like everything else, it's evolved over time. Back in those days, it was more of a religious thing. We wanted to please the gods. Nowadays, we just kind of want to please ourselves. A lot of the resolutions that we make these days are to please ourselves, to make ourselves better, to improve ourselves. That's the point. Now, as I said, I didn't make too many resolutions. I don't remember a time where I actually sat down and said, okay, this is my list of New Year's resolutions. I know some people make a list. They have a literal list, a piece of paper, or it's on their phone somewhere, or it's in their calendar somewhere. These are my resolutions for this year. To me, that's kind of setting yourself up for disappointment. Because if you slip on those resolutions, if you make a promise to yourself on January 1st and then you screw it up, you've ruined the whole rest of your year, right? Damn it, I had a cigarette. I was going to quit this year. Oh, I shouldn't have had those cookies. Yeah, when you make a promise to yourself on January 1st and say, I'm going to keep this all year, and then you don't, don't you hate yourself for the rest of the year? Damn it, I screwed up again. And I think that may be why it was never a big thing in my family. I don't remember my mom making resolutions. I don't remember my dad making resolutions. None of my grandparents, aunts, uncles, we didn't do resolutions in my family. But I've had friends make resolutions, and I see people talk about resolutions all of the time. And it's always kind of fascinating to me what people resolve to do. A lot of the stuff that people resolve to do is stuff that you probably should do anyway. I mean, for instance, get in shape. That's like one of the most popular resolutions there is. I'm going to get in shape this year. Yeah, January 1st is a good time to make that resolution because you're still, you're still recovering from all of the Christmas cookies and cakes and pies and alcohol. So yeah, January 1st is a good time to start getting in shape. But you know what? There's no time that's a bad time to try to get into shape. So it's a resolution that makes sense, but you don't have to confine it to January 1st. But boy, do they guilt you into it. How many Peloton commercials have you seen this year? Are you as sick of them as I am? Nordic Track, Bowflex, The Gyms. How many gym commercials have you seen? Oh yeah, they know people do this. They know people resolve to get in shape. And they beat you over the head with those commercials from Christmas to about mid-January. But yeah, they take full advantage of the fact that people want to get in shape for the new year. Another popular resolution, start eating healthier. We're going to eat better food. We're going to eat stuff that's good for us. Nothing wrong with the resolution. It's just, shouldn't we be doing that anyway? But that's a popular resolution. I hear people talk about that all the time. Well, I want to eat healthier this year. I'm going to cut out all the carbs. No more bread. No more burgers. No more meat. I'm just eating salad. I mean, you combine that with the get in shape and it's a great plan. But again, you probably should be doing that anyway. You don't need to resolve to do that. And you know all those companies are out there taking advantage of the people who want to do that. How many Nutrisystem commercials have you seen? How many Slim Fast, Weight Watchers? All of those commercials run at this time of year. They want to take advantage of the fact that you're going to resolve to eat better. Boy, between Peloton and Nutrisystem, I wish I had stock of those companies, man. Another big one? Stop smoking. Now, that's not a bad resolution to have either. That's a great resolution. You should stop smoking. You shouldn't be smoking. It's not good for you. And as someone who smoked, I can tell you, it's not good for you. I don't smoke anymore. I stopped years ago. And I guess January 1st is as good a time as any to resolve to stop smoking. But any time that's right for you, that's the time to stop smoking. I'm not saying it's a bad resolution. I'm just saying it's not something you have to do on January 1st. Just do it. 
do it when it's right for you, but really you should just do it. Another resolution I hear people talking about, I've got to meet new people. You combine that one with, I've got to get out more. And that's a fine resolution to have if that's what you want to do, but as someone who's not into meeting new people or getting out more, I'm not sure why you'd resolve to do that. Not everybody likes to meet new people. Not everybody likes to get out more. Not everybody's a social butterfly. I'm not a social butterfly. I know that may sound weird coming from somebody who streams four times a week, minimum, and someone who does a weekly podcast, that I'm not a social person, that I don't like to get out there, that I don't like to meet new people. In my head, I'm a very socially awkward person. I don't socialize well. I know that sounds weird, but that's me. So resolving to meet new people, resolving to get out there more, that's like resolving to do something painful every day. As a rather shy and socially awkward person, the prospect of resolving to meet new people is not something that I would just voluntarily do. Mrs. Gamerdude has to drag me out places. Our conversations are often like, do we really have to go? Yes, we really have to go. Okay. So resolving to meet new people, not high on my list of things to do. That's a resolution I've never understood, but people resolve to do that. But I understand the genesis of the resolution. You want to expand your horizons. You want to open yourself up to new opportunities. That resolution I understand. And that brings me to some resolutions that maybe you want to consider if you're into the resolution business. Because I'm a big advocate of expanding your horizons, learning new things, going new places. Maybe not meeting new people. I'm not real good at that. But going new places, doing new things, that's something that will benefit you. You can make your resolution, I want to travel more. Get outside your area of comfort. Get outside your bubble a little bit. I'm not saying go run with the bulls in Pamplona unless you really want to. But if you've lived in the same state all of your life, you vacation in the same state all of your life. Take a trip, just a day trip. Hop in the car, drive for three or four hours. Cross the state line. Stay overnight in a town you've never been in before. I'm not saying you have to hop on a jet plane to go. Just take a drive. You'd be surprised how much cool stuff is near you that you've never seen before. Now, why is that a good resolution? Why is that a good thing to try? I'm a firm believer in keeping your mind active, challenging your mind, Challenging yourself a little bit to expand your horizons and expand your experiences, that's a good thing. It makes you a more well-rounded person. It makes you more aware of those around you. And speaking of being aware, speaking of understanding those around you, getting involved in society in one form or another is a good thing for you too. Now that's going to sound like a conflict with what I said about getting out more. There's a difference in my mind between getting out more and helping out more. Getting out more suggests, oh, let's go socialize, let's go party, let's go to the bar, let's go do this, let's go do that. Mm, not so much for me. But getting involved more, whether it's going to the soup kitchen to volunteer, or even just contributing to worthy causes, putting yourself out there and helping other people is part of what we're here for, at least in my mind. And resolving to do that is an important thing to consider as the new year starts. And that's something you can do without having to get involved with anybody. You can still give back a little and be socially awkward like me. In your town, I'm sure there's a food pantry. And for those who don't know, a food pantry is an organization where they collect food for the homeless or those who are not even homeless but less well-off than you. The food pantry near us has a shopping list of things that they need. And they stock their shelves with donations from people like you and me. And what you can do is when you're on your shopping trip, when you go to the grocery store to get your own groceries, 
you pick up a couple extra things. You don't have to spend boatloads of money to do this. An extra buck or two, a couple of cans of soup, every little bit helps. And all you do is drop it off. You don't have to interact with anybody. You can just be socially responsible and make a difference without having to interact with people. There's no downside to that. So there's a resolution you can make without having to really step outside your comfort zone. Now, how about this for a resolution? I resolved to be more polite this year. Back in season one, I did a whole episode on manners. You know, please, thank you, stuff like that. Just being a little polite. You don't have to be a lot polite. Just be a little polite. As I said back then, good manners, an important part of a civilized society. And we've lost a lot of civility in our society these days. So if you resolve to remember to say, please, thank you, and excuse me, those are the three biggies in my opinion. You don't have to go out of your way to say, please, thank you, and excuse me. That's something you could add to your list of resolutions. It costs you nothing. And it makes the world just a little bit better. And you know what? It helps you connect with people because they recognize you as a human being who recognizes them as a human being when you say please to somebody, when you say thank you to somebody, when you say excuse me to somebody. There's that human connection there. You're recognizing another human. It's a great way to avoid offending people. In this day and age where people get offended at the drop of a hat, if you happen to cut somebody off at the supermarket with your cart and you go, oh, excuse me, I didn't see you there. That person will feel a little less animosity towards you when you cut them off heading for the soup aisle. And that's not a bad thing. So your resolution, be just a little more polite. Here's another resolution that's going to improve your life and you don't really have to do anything to make this happen except change the way you think. Learn to be happier with your life the way it is. What do I mean by that? A lot of people worry about what they don't have, what they haven't done. And I'm not saying you shouldn't try to achieve more things. I'm not saying you shouldn't shoot for dreams and goals. But it's also okay to be comfortable with where you are and with what you have. A lot of the stress that we have in our lives, a lot of the problems that we perceive are there by our own creation. I'm not driving a new car. I'm really pissed off about that. Oh, I wish I could afford that trip to Tahiti. I'll never be able to buy that new computer. Yeah, people get down about stuff like that. But you know what? Are you driving a car that gets you back and forth from where you need to go? Were you able to take a vacation last year? Are you able to use your computer that you have now? If so, you've got a leg up on a lot of people. And being grateful for what you have will improve the quality of your life. Because you're less worried about the stuff you don't have. So if you resolve to accept what you have as good, instead of bemoaning the fact that you don't have everything you could possibly want, your life will be better. And as long as I'm talking about improving your life and the way things are in your life, resolve to spend more time with the people who really care about you and who you really care about. Life is too short to waste it trying to impress insincere, untrustworthy, duplicitous people. You don't need to prove yourself to people who have proven to be untrustworthy. And you don't have to maintain toxic relationships just because they've been a relationship in your life for as long as you can remember. This goes with family. This goes with friends. As you get older, you're allowed to set the course of your own life. And the course that you should set should take you on a path where there's people who actually care about you and who you actually care about, genuinely care about. Wasting time on people who couldn't be bothered with you, who treat you with disrespect, who don't respect your time, who don't respect you, that's a waste of time. 
and it makes your life less livable and less enjoyable. So resolve to spend time with people who matter, not the ones who don't. And as long as I'm talking about improving life and improving the way you feel about yourself, you can resolve to let go of grudges and let things go. You don't have to hold on to hate. You don't have to hold on to hurt feelings. You don't have to hold on to things that happened in the past. As Rafiki said in The Lion King, it's in the past. Let it go. It can't hurt you. It only hurts you if you let it. As you guys know, I've been around the sun a few times. I've got a few years under my belt. And a lot of stuff has happened to me in all those years. A lot of stuff happened when I was a kid. A lot of stuff has happened as an adult. And boy, if I held on to the grudges, if I held on to the stuff that made me feel bad back then, I would be a miserable person, let me tell you. I'm comfortable in my life the way it is. So I don't hold on to grudges. I don't hold on to stuff that happened in the past. It happened. It's done. It's over. Let it go. Life's much easier that way. A lot less baggage to carry. My mother had a way of looking at these things, and it always runs through my head. Whether it's a grudge, whether it's bad behavior, whatever it is. When you have something like that, it's like carrying around a big, heavy stone everywhere you go. And my mom would ask me, why are you carrying around that stone? Just put it down. It'll be much easier if you just put the stone down. And so I view grudges, I view ill will, I view bad feelings as just a stone that I can carry with me if I want to. But why would I? I just put it down. I leave it on the trail and I continue on. Because I get no benefit from carrying that stone around me and it just drags me down. So I guess the final resolution I recommend is learn to put the stone down. Your life will be a whole lot easier if you do. Now there's lots of resolutions that people make and lots of ideas that people have for improving their lives at the beginning of the year that I just didn't even get to today. Partly because you've heard them, but partly because I know that I can't do them. For instance, people resolve, I'm going to be tidier this year. I'm going to clean up after myself. Yeah, that's not going to happen for me. Now, don't get me wrong. I'm not the guy who leaves his underwear in the middle of the bathroom floor. I'm not that kind of untidy. But if you ask Mrs. Gamer Dude, she'll tell you I have stacks of papers here, stacks of papers there. They're neat little stacks, and I have my own little areas for them. But it never fails that I have to go through the stacks of paper to find the one that I'm looking for. Do I have files? Yes, I have files. Do I have a file cabinet? Yes, I have a file cabinet. Do I have things organized in the file cabinet? Yes, I do. I still have stacks of paper that I eventually get to the file cabinet. Eventually. But I'm well aware that I'm not the tidiest person because I have these stacks of papers and, oh, that stack of books and, oh, that stack of magazines. And they're organized in their place, but I'm not exactly tidy. There's nothing wrong with being tidy. Be tidy. I recommend it. I just can't resolve to do it because I know that I'll never get there. The same with organization. People say, I'm going to be more organized this year. I'm mostly organized. I know where things are in a general sense. Could I resolve to be more organized? I could resolve to be more organized. Absolutely. It'll never happen. I'm old enough to know I'm pretty much the way I am. I can get a little bit better in small increments, but that's not a resolution I could ever make because I could never keep it. And in this day and age, some people are resolving, I'm going to spend less time on social media. We all know that's not going to happen. We all know nobody's putting their phones down. Nobody's turning off their computers. Nobody's turning off their phones. It's a great resolution. I love it as a resolution. But seriously, are any of us going to spend less time on social media? No. Maybe we learn to take it a little less seriously. Maybe we don't let the trolls affect us. But staying off social media? Nah. Not in this day and age. 
I guess the takeaway from all this is, resolutions are a good thing, as long as you keep them realistic. Don't try to do things that you know you can't do. And don't try to do things that don't make sense to you. As I said, me being a social butterfly, that's not something I can resolve to do. But can I resolve to accept that about myself? Yes, I can. And can I live my life in accordance with what I can accept about myself? Yes, I can. And maybe that's the whole point of resolutions, is learning to live within the life that we have for ourselves, trying to improve it a little bit where we can in the areas that we're able to do it, without forcing ourselves to do stuff that's not comfortable to us. It's okay to stay in your safety zone. There's nothing wrong with expanding beyond it, but if you're not comfortable doing that, that's okay too. Anyway, that's my thoughts on New Year's resolutions. Thank you for joining me for Season 3. I resolve today to do another episode next week. That's a resolution I can absolutely keep. But I do want to thank you for being here. Thank you for listening. Thank you for taking the time to be here. It means so much to me that you spend your time here listening to my stories, and I can't thank you enough. Until next time, you guys take care of yourselves. And I'll see you when I see you.